minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. It's Tuesday on this April 19th, the 11th of Nissan, and today is the day. About one hour from now, we begin our discussion about Pesach products. And you get to ask your questions regarding the upcoming holiday, which begins on Friday night. 60 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 71. Wow. One of the benefits of a late yuntiv, I guess, is that you get better weather. Although, I don't know if you could say that in general. <laughs> I think we've had Pesachs this late where it was where it was pretty cold out. Clear tonight, low 46. Tomorrow, sunshine, a high temperature, 68. Yerushalayim is at 80, and we say hi to those who are tuned in from Jerusalem. We're at 60 here in Jersey City on a Tuesday at JM in the AM, Shlomo Katz with Hashata. You heard Chasal Sidur Pesach from Leiva Nefesh. Ma'ashiv, words from Halel from the Yeshiva Boys Choir. Hashivenu from David Loi. Simcha Liners Viata. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Well, an hour from now, we'll open up the phone lines. We'll get into our Pesach products discussion and get going here on a Tuesday before Yuntif. Tomorrow and Thursday, we'll have a chance to speak about some of the Cholomoid events that are going on and that are happening around town, and then we greet and welcome the holiday of Pesach this coming Friday night. Pretty amazing. Pretty incredible. And uh, for everybody, I hope it'll be a pretty amazing and incredible Yontif. JM in the AM Tuesday. More coming up at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmam.org, and, of course, on the NSN app.
my dear friend. Jonathan Hosea.
Quiet 
this thing called time I've felt twice but I'll rise once more Made a stone, I don't cry no more It's your name upon my spine Way before this thing called time I've felt twice but I'll rise once more Made a stone, I don't cry no more And I've waited all this time For you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and grind For you in this land of mine And I've waited all this time To see you in this land of mine And I've waited through the ugliness and grind To see you in this land of mine But I stand quiet, I stand still I'm Jerusalem
Eitan Freilach, and that's Eitz Chaim He. Hold on before that from the Waterbury Yeshiva. Eighth day had Jerusalem stone. Lebedik done by Avram Avram Freed. And of course, Yerachmiel begun in the Miami Boys Choir from the Ut Ut CD. Yerachmiel scheduled to be here tomorrow here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Golly, it's all in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Yesterday, of course, the bus bombing in Yerushalayim. The Prime Minister has declared that he will, that he will um, stare down those responsible for yesterday's Jerusalem bus bombing and deal with them appropriately. We're always curious about Israel's response to these episodes. We'll see what happens. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and the Amp. בית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים הרשיע את אישה שליסל ברצח שירה בנקי, זכרה לברכה במצד הגאווה בירושלים. כתבנו רום ליאו. בהכרעת הדין במסגרתה הושה שליסל גם בשישה ניסיונות רצח, מתח בית המשפט ביקורת חריפה על הערכות המשטרה למצעד. בין היתר כתבו השופטים, הקלות הבלתי נסבלת שבה הצליח הנאשם להיכנס בין הצועדים ולבצע את זממו אינה נתפסת. הלקחים שאמורים היו להיות מופקים ממצעד הגאווה ב-2005 לא הוטמעו, והכתובת הייתה על הקיר, אך האחראים על כך לא קראו אותה.
בוטלו תוצאות הבחירות לראשות עיריית בת ים בשנה שעברה, כתבנו איתמר קציר. בית המשפט המחוזי בתל אביב קבע כי ראש העיר יוסי בכר הבטיח הבטחות שלטוניות אסורות על פי חוק בתחומים שונים, ומצביע על מעורבות פסולה של ראש העיר לשעבר שלומי לחיאני, המרצה עונש מאסר בפועל בגין עבירות שחיתות. השופטת ציינה כי בשל הפער הזהום שבו הוכרעו הבחירות, אין ברירה אלא לבטלן בצעד חריג. מותר לפרסום, זאב חבר זמביש, מנכ"ל חברת אמנה הפועלת להתיישבות בשטחים, הוא הבכיר שנחקר בחשד לעבירות מרמה, כתבנו ענבל תמיר. זמביש וגזבר החברה משה יוגב נחקרו אתמול באזהרה במשטרה בחשד לקבלת דבר במרמה בנסיבות מחמירות. החשד הוא שהעבירו לקופת אמנה כספים שהקצה משרד האוצר לאחת המועצות האזוריות ביהודה ושומרון, מבלי לדווח על כך לרשויות. השניים שוחררו בתנאים מגבילים, בהם הרחקה ממשרד האוצר. מחירי הגז הביתי לצרכן גבוהים משמעותית בפריפריה מאשר במרכז הארץ. כך עולה מבדיקה שערך כתבנו ניתאי ענבי. העיר שבה מחיר מטר מורכב של גז בישול הוא הזול ביותר, היא ראשון לציון עם 13 שקלים ו-46 אגורות. בחיפה אותה יחידה בדיוק תעלה עד 33 שקלים ו-12 אגורות, כמעט פי שניים וחצי. בערים עצמם יש פערים של עשרות אחוזים בין ספקי הגז, ובפריפריה המחיר גבוה יותר בגלל היעדר תחרות. והמשרד ממליצים לציבור להשוות מחירים במחשבון באתר האינטרנט. 24 שנות מאסר נגזרו על אושרי אמסלם, בן 30 מקריית עתה, שהורשע ברצח אביו, מדווח כתבנו קובי מנדל. אושרי אמסלם רצח בדקירות סכין את אביו בביתו בקריית עתה לפני כשנה וחצי יחד עם חברו, ואחר כך נטל את ארנקו של האב ואת רכבו. בגזר הדין ציינו השופטים כי המעשה שעשה אין נורא ממנו, ונטילת חיים, לא כל שכן של אב אוהב, אינה ניתנת להבנה, להשלמה ולמחילה. משפטו של חברו שהיה עמו באותו אירוע, מתנהל בנפרד. פרידה מהשחקנית והבימאית רונית אלקבץ. שרי דיסקין, שהיוותה את ההשראה לסרטה של אלקבץ גט, ספדה לה בשיחה עם יעל דן. ברמה היצירתית היא הצליחה להעלות משהו שהוא קשה לצפייה, אבל הוא כל כך חזק וטוב וכל כך אותנטי וכל כך מיוחד. וכשישבתי איתה בפאנלים, היא הייתה מדברת על הנושא והרגשת שהנושא כואב לה, דוקר לה בבטן. משרד התיירות אישה את התקציב לקידום התיירות הגאה אחרי שכבר יצא לדרך. כך נודע לכתבנו איתמר קציר. חברת הכנסת מיכל רוזין, יושבת ראש השדולה הגאה בכנסת, הגיבה לפרסום. יש פה דוגמה קלאסית של אחד בלב ואחד בפה. פער עצום בין הכרזות הממשלה לבין העשייה שלה. בתוך המדינה מפעילים שרירים וכוחנות נגד קהילה מוחלשת שדורשת שוויון זכויות, ומחוץ למדינה מנופפים בדגל הגאה. ומזג האוויר מחר התחממות נוספת, יהיה חם מהרגיל לעונה ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורכת נועם דהן.
Tuesday morning, today's the day of our Pesach Products program at JM in the AM. We have a full panel that will be gathered in our studio. And uh, you'll have an opportunity to uh, ask your questions by email. All of our email addresses are uh, active. Uh, by uh, NSN app, you can actually post your question on the NSN app on the home screen. We'll uh, see that as well. And, of course, our phone line, which will open up soon. You'll be able to call in and uh, ask your questions of our distinguished panel. Simple as that. Tomorrow we get an opportunity to explore some of the um, explore some of the Pesach Cholamoid shows that are going to be going on. I don't know how many of you have had the opportunity to see the video that's been released by your Achmiel Begun and Miami Boys Choir in regard to the Hundred Voice Choir of Unity that's been uh, put together. That's been um, arranged from. So many yeshivot in the New York, New Jersey area. It's online. It's on YouTube. It's worth watching. A lot of uh, Jewish leaders, principals, and other administrative members of the uh, faculty of some of the schools have some great things to say about the whole concept. Tomorrow we get to talk about it right here at JM in the AM. The Lower East Side community invites everybody to a lecture by Rabbi Yitzchak Lichtenstein. The topic is in Yane Pesach. It happens at 9 o'clock tonight at the Bialystoker Shul. Uh, Bialystoker Place in New York City on the Lower East Side. Information, you can contact them. Info at That's info at org. That is happening at 9 o'clock tonight 
in New York City. Yeshiva League Sports Update. The incredible hard work of Elliot Weiselberg on display coming up next. Keep it here at JM in the AM. That's Benny Friedman, 60 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 71. It's Pesach Products Day here at JM and the AM. The full panel is gathering. You have an opportunity to ask your questions coming up. Make them good ones, everybody, like you do every single year, and I'm sure you will. Uh, Rabbi David, oh, Rabbi Golas is coming up a little later on, but first, our Yeshiva League Sports Update, a reflection of just how hard uh, at work he is and how committed to the sports update he is. It's Elliot Weiselberg in the Yeshiva League Sports Update here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. 
Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. The Cobras slither into the top spot in the boys' varsity soccer west. Mayanote does the same in girls' varsity soccer. Hillall JV softball crushes in doubleheader action and a good old-fashioned foot race in girls' varsity hockey east. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Kushner began its varsity soccer season with a crushing 5-3 loss to defending varsity soccer champion TABC back in mid-March. Given that the Cobras roster is comprised of eight members of last year's JV championship squad, you had to know that losses like that would be few and far between. Since that loss to open the season, the Cobras have not only not lost a game, but have not given up five goals in any game since, racking up 40 goals in the five games that they've played, including their 7-2 win over Frisch this past Sunday to up their record to 5-1. and one. With TABC faltering of late, the win puts Kushner in sole possession of first place in the Varsity West with a chance not only at redemption, but the division crown tonight as well when Kushner and TABC meet in TABC. Meanwhile, in girls' varsity soccer, over in the West, a neck-and-neck race at the top between defending champion SAR and Maya Note. The two teams look to be headed for a deadlock as the season winds down. Both teams are now tied at 6-1 and one after Maya Note avenged an early March one-point loss to the Sting in SAR with a 1.11-10 win of their own this past week. Heading outdoors, we hit the fields for JV softball, where Hillel has put together an impressive 4-0 record after a double thrashing this past Sunday in Frisch. Michael Ancona pitched a shutout in the Heat's 11-0 win over Frisch, and then picked up three hits and five runs batted in against TABC as the Heat rolled to a 12-5 win over the Storm. The Heat have outscored their opponents 38-10 on the season, plating the most runs of any team in the league over their four-game stretch. Hillel could wrap up the JV West with a win over JEC on the other side of the Pesach break. Moving back indoors for girls hockey, where the East has become a foot race after SAR has dropped from the ranks of the undefeated, losing twice in a three-day span to fall into second place at 4-2 behind Hafter, which is now at 5-1. The slide began last Tuesday when the Sting dropped a contest with the Hawks 6-2 and continued on into Thursday night, losing to Mayan out 2-1. Speaking of Maya Note, the Rapids gained some revenge last night, ruining Banner Night for the defending champion Frisch Cougars with a 3-2 win in Frisch. With members of last year's team on hand, Talia Gellis opened up the scoring midway through the second period. Jolie Lavart would net the equalizer four minutes later. The score would remain deadlocked until the four-minute mark of the third, where three goals would be scored in a minute 54. Rebecca Malik would score a breakaway goal to give Mayanote the lead, but Frisch would not the score at two only 30 seconds later. The game winner would come a minute later when Abigail Shapiro would smack the ball out of midair into the Frisch net for the victory, improving the Rapids to 3-2 and two on the year, while dropping the Cougars to 1-3-0-1 and opening a wide margin between the top three and the bottom three in the division. Just a reminder, the prizes for the 2016 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Tournament raffle have been released, and tickets will be on sale online over the next day. This year's drawing will include a prize pack from the three metropolitan area hockey teams, a jersey signed by Pittsburgh Penguin offenseman Evgeny Malkin, a scholarship provided by sponsor Camp Dovid, and the grand prize, a framed autographed authentic Mike Richter jersey complete with the 1994 Stanley Cup Finals patch. Please visit the tournament website at www.mwtournament.com.
The sports update will be on break next week due to the Pesach holiday. So a Chag Kasher Vesameach to all, and we'll be back in two weeks for the home stretch of the spring season. And that was your Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. J.M. in the A.M., a little bit of the Haroses Choir, as it's known, with uh, Manish Tanaz. We get set for our Pesach Products program, which is next. Or by Goldwasser first, his words, Zechonish Masar of Zebna Levi and Esther Basar Levi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. 
Good morning. We read in the Haggadah, Midchila In the beginning, our fathers served idols. The Achshav Kervano Lifnei Hamokom. Now Hashem Yisparach has brought us close La'avodosoi to His service of Hashem. Our Mepharshim explained that if one passed through a difficult time in which they had committed certain averas, they committed sins, they should not look back, but rather they should move on from that day, adopting the positive, doing as many mitzvahs as possible, without ever thinking back. The Divrei Shmuel of Slonim comments on the following Pasuk and Bereshis, Lot and his family were told, don't look back. We know that Lot's wife looked back. She turned into a pillar of salt, a salt which is a domain, an inanimate object. And we can still visit Lot's wife today. Why did she suffer such a severe punishment? We understand it's because she looked back. It's a general rule that even though a person has to make a cheshbon anefesh, an accounting every day, still in all, an individual should never dwell on the past. Rather, the ikr is to accept, from here and onward, to be good, to give nachas ruach to Hashem. Having thoughts about past sins, in which one was nichshol, in which we stumbled, can only bring to sadness and despair, and will weaken the person's resolve. The Divrei Shmuel says, that's the reason that that if a person thinks about what he did earlier is Avodah it has the power to destroy everything. But if a person thinks about the Achshav, the here and now, if he's careful to think only about the present and his future, then then he is close to Hashem. The great Rabbi Yehuda Leib Slonim was known as a very big tzaddik. One year, when he reached this pasuk at the Haggadah, he began to bang on the table with his fist. He continued to repeat, V'achshav, V'achshav, V'achshav. He completely lost track of what was happening around him. He kept banging on the table with such enthusiasm that the candles went out. Some of the dishes fell and broke. But he continued in his great devekus, in his clinging to Hashem, crying out, Va'achshav, Va'achshav, and now, and now, only after an hour, did he continue with the words, Kervanu hamakom lavadoso, that Hashem has brought us close to his service. It's a deep message. We all have to enroot in our machshavas, in our own thoughts, in the present and the future and not to become sad and discouraged because of the misdeeds of the past. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. And yes, 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 it's Tuesday before Yontif, and it's time for our annual Pesach Products Program. I hear everybody applauding out there in the audience. It is one of the uh, most uh, listened to and most important shows of the year, if you ask our listeners. Here's your opportunity to ask your questions and to be part of this exchange with our distinguished panel. Uh, by the way, I did uh, receive just a few days ago an email from the person who uh, 
has had been doing this uh, segment with us for God knows how long, Rabbi Mordechai Grumberg of the uh, Orthodox Union. And uh, he gave his blessing again for the 5776 edition of the Pesach Products Program. I thank Rabbi Grumberg, who is either listening or not listening, somewhere in China or Israel as we speak. And now I get the opportunity to introduce our distinguished panel, the Rabbi of the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, an OU rabbinic coordinator for the last 30 years, and doing this show with us for the last... I would guess at least 10, if not more years. Must be more than that at this point. I uh, introduce Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld. Rabbi Schoenfeld, welcome back to JM in the AM. Always good to follow the footsteps of Rabbi Grunberg. Yes, with his blessing and everything. Can you imagine? That's right. Must give you a feeling at ease this morning, knowing that he's completely behind you on this. And he's monitoring this, correct. Well, obviously. You know, if not live, he'll be listening to the archive and <laughs> making sure that everything goes the way it should. Uh, Rabbi Ellie Gersten is here. Rabbi Gersten is the OU Halachic Recorder. Rabbi Gersten, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Nice to have you here. I think Jay's about to join us if he figures out how to open this door once we buzz him in. There we go. And um, uh, Rabbi Gersten is uh, is here and uh, only, I shouldn't say it this way, I should say after the passing of Rabbi Belsky did I gain a greater appreciation for the dialogue that takes place at the OU on so many complicated halachic issues. Once he passed away and we started speaking to some of the people who knew him well and worked with him in the capacity as a, as a kashras expert, um, it became evident that he was uh, extra special. In fact, I don't have it in front of me. Probably the only year I forgot to bring the uh, OU Pesach book yeah, with I brought me. Next one. Oh! Man is a savior. As you uh, might notice, there's a section dedicated to remembering Rabbi Belsky uh, in this year's edition. So if you have the OU Guide to Passover 5776, you could read all about Rabbi Belsky. And Rabbi, uh, as we said earlier, uh, Rabbi Eli Gersten is here, OU Halachic Recorder. And in that capacity, he has enjoyed um, preserving for generations the decisive words of many distinguished rabbis. Um, representing uh, J Drugs of Brooklyn, New York, three amazing locations. We have Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum here. Good morning, Ronnie and Larry. Good morning, Nachum. Good to have you here. J Drugs located at 1205 Avenue J, J Drugs 2 at 3402 Avenue N, and Kings Bay Chemist at 3610 Nostrand Avenue, all in Brooklyn, New York. And because the specialty of the Birnbaums is medications, they are offering uh, to answer emails regarding whatever questions you might have. In fact, before the show even started, I was getting texts <laughs> from family members who wanted to know about certain things, and Larry and Ronnie were answering them. J Drugs, that's a letter J, jdrugs at gmail.com, jdrugs at gmail.com. And the number one world kosher wine sommelier is here in our studio. And that, you want those lower? Please. Wow. <laughs> Your hearing must be much different than mine. How's that? Uh, good. Little, yeah, it's fine. Did I make a mistake on the email address? I'm all right? Um, you could also send it to jdrugsrx at gmail.com. jdrugsrx at gmail.com. Uh, the number one kosher wine sommelier representing royal wine and Kedem and the expert on what you can and cannot use for the upcoming holiday of Pesach when it comes to wines and spirits. He's the one and only Jay Booksbaum. How are you, sir? Good morning, everybody. Good morning to you. You seem very chipper. For I a, had my morning drink. For a Tuesday. <laughs> for a Tuesday. But it wasn't wine. <laughs> Thank God for that. 
After all, you were driving, Jay, just to be serious for a moment. All right, 7.38 in the morning. We're opening up our phone lines at 201-209-9368. You can ask whatever question you wish at 201-209-9368. Those that have already emailed and have posted questions on the NSN app, we could probably get through the morning just with your questions already. That's what's going on in terms of uh, how many we've, we've already received. So we'll open it up to the panel. We'll ask you for your uh, for your questions, and then proceed here at JM and the AM two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Over Schoenfeld, have you noticed that the the Koshal Pesach booklet, which at one time was really a booklet, is now practically not just a full length magazine, but almost a book in and of itself? Have you noticed that? I have noticed it. Not only is not only is it a sort of a book on itself, but it's it's actually should store it year round because there's so much year round inf- uh, information, mm. particularly as it relates to kitchen utensils uh, that relate to Shabbos throughout the year. So it's anyantif. So it should be on your shelf. All right. Year. And the final page of the OU booklet is a Spheris Omer chart. You can see that, and there's also a Spheris Omer alert that the OU um, uh, sends out via email, which you can sign up for. And uh, oh, there's so much more. There's a lot of material in this booklet. Uh, you're on the air. Start us off, please, with a Pesach product question. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Imatrex. Uh, no problem. How uh, about one other thing? Costco um, salmon. Oh, this, this seems to be a question every year. Yeah, the Costco salmon is, is fine for Pesach. Um, the OU just recommends that you uh, rinse it off. But it, otherwise, it's it's fine. I'm glad you brought the lenient Rabbi Gersten with you this year on my show. I'll imagine that. Thank you very much. Costco <laughs> salmon right off the bat. Hi, hi, Coach Officer Matthew. Hi, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Hi. What is your uh, question? I've got a question. <clears throat> this year is something different about rice, about using rice or not. It's, I... I'm not as, as observant, but I, I heard that. Is that a change? Well, I'll tell you, on social media, there has been a campaign for the last couple of years, not just this year, uh, that for a variety of reasons, some of which might have some halachic basis, uh, that, that in fact um, uh, even Ashkenazim, who traditionally do not eat rice on Pesach because of what they consider it to be kidney oat, um, and you could search that, Google that, kidney oat with a K, um, there are those who are now seeking a, a dispensation that, in fact, Ashkenazim, again, for a variety of reasons, now would be able to eat rice on Pesach. I have a feeling that I know where you fall on this issue. What could you say about this? I'm, I'm, a, um, I'm a flip phone traditionalist. Traditionalist. So, and, and the fact is that this has been minig Ashkenaz for years untold not to eat rice and it shouldn't be done. This has been promulgated by people in Israel right. of Sephardic origin. And the, uh, the majority of people now in Israel are Sephardic and all that, right? Yeah, but I would, I would tell you what's very important to know. I'm not sure if Rabbi Gersten wants to add to this, but what's very important to know is rice, pure rice in America, can contain chametz, a chametz additive, riboflavin, and perhaps some others that really render it chametz gummer. So it, it really should be prohibited for both Ashkenazim and Sephardim unless it has a reliable hashkacha. Wow. I, I would just add that the OU does have a OU kidney oat uh, hashkacha, and there are rice products that are labeled OU kidney oat that you could buy in the stores. So someone of Sephardic descent would be able to be comfortable with that. Exactly. It's meant for, for right. Sephardim. Um, in the guide, in the OU Pesach guide on page 99, there's a list of such products that are certified as kosher Pesach for Sephardim. By the way, and I, I don't mean to, I hope no one thought I was making fun at all, because uh, some of the people who are writing on this issue of kidney oat are very, very highly academic and educated 
rabbinic figures. It's not like it's a. It's not like it's just you know people you know running a social media campaign. Right, they're highly educated, highly knowledgeable, but wrong. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. You're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? This right. is Nat from Flatbush. Good morning. How are you? I always enjoy. It. Actually, my name is Nat Berenbaum, but I'm not related to your uh, esteemed Berenbaum panelist. Well, it would have been better for you if you would have said you were related to that. But okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Although I have to tell you, by the way, J Drugs. I thought you were referring to J Booksbaum. For some reason, I make that. <laughs> People do make that um, mistake. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for uh, for the Rabbi Schoenfeld. Um, it's kind of a strange question. I, I'm actually in the sweater business. I sell cashmere sweaters, and we have a convention on Cholamite, unfortunately, in of all places, um, Bismarck, North Dakota, and I'm going to be traveling. I'm bringing wow. my food, but the question is, can I buy coffee at, you know, airports or hotel um, locations in Bismarck or New York, for that matter, uh, on Pesa? What do you think, Rabbi? In, in Bismarck, North Dakota, wow, that's that's known as Raccoon Lodge territory. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I think that was Fargo, but okay. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I would say uh, it's not really a good idea to have uh, coffee if you if you travel outside. Uh, with any place you go, you really should have a hashgacha on coffee that you buy in a store. You can make the argument that it's okay, but. Uh, it's something pace up we just shouldn't do. So I, 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 I do advise against it, and you should you know, travel safe. Make sure you get on the right train when you go to Bismarck. Let's say that again. Good luck to you, and a happy pace up. Uh, 201-209-9368, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. What is the status of Costco Kirkland brand raw almonds, walnuts, pecans? Okay, the, the almonds and the walnuts um, are fine, but the pecans um, you should only get with, uh, with Ashgacha. And pecans also? No, no, the pecans should only be with the, with the uh, Pesach Hashkacha. Okay, the other ones, well, if almonds and walnuts are almonds all right. Almonds and walnuts are okay. Oh, so you Kirkland? Uh, yeah, the raw, uh, whole or halves, it's fine. Okay. May I have two more questions? Please, go ahead. Uh, alkalol sinus rinse and um, Align probiotics. Um, the Align is not, but the, um, the alkalol is fine. Are there any probiotics that are... And it's funny, as she was asking the question, I'm saying to myself, it's it's funny that the majority of uh, questions that we get on medications are okay, and then you went ahead and said the probiotics is no good. Is there any probiotics that's good for Pesach that you know of? Probably um, not, right? Not really, but the line especially is not uh, as listed. Boy, what do people do for a week without probiotics? They sit for a week and pray they don't get sick, I guess. They have a kosher uh, yogurt. Uh, there you go. That, that's one way of doing it. Know you want it, it's fine. 201-209-9368, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning. I, want, I have two questions. I want to know if Carbona Silver White, which doesn't have any hexer, can that be used for items for Pesach? Uh, I'll... I'll uh, I'll answer that one. That is, yes, it does not need any uh, particular hashgacha. This is not an ingestible, consumable, edible uh, item at all. It does not need hashgacha Pesach all year round. Okay, thank you. Second question is, the vegetable, it's called English cucumbers. They come wrapped with plastic wrap. Is, are there any preservatives besides the plastic wrap which would not allow one to use it on Pesach? No, or you could use these... English cucumbers that come with the plastic wrap on it. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, a lot of uh, vegetables and fruits these days are, are waxed. 
Um, some people have a question about the waxes, the ingredients in them, but the, 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 the uh, position of the OU is that the waxes are, are inedible. They're not, even though one, it doesn't hurt one to eat them, but they're not, it's not a food item. It's not a Pesach concern. It's a, so some people have it as a year-round concern, but it's, it's not a problem. It's fine. Because the, the mushrooms, I, I thought they would say certain mushrooms have certain preservatives added which you can't use for Pesach. Is that correct or not? Are you, you're talking about fresh mushrooms? Are you talking about canned mushrooms? Fresh, fresh. Yes. People have a question about the fresh mushrooms because of what they grow it on. Um, they they could grow it in uh, uh, on like a uh, starch. Uh, ye- yeah. Yeast mold. Yeah. The, the, some, the, the the ground that they grow it in could contain chametz. Uh, uh, they, they they actually will inoculate a uh, uh, grain with the spores and they plant that into the uh, into the dirt. And uh, some people have a question about that with the mushrooms at the bottoms they want to cut off because of that. Um, really, it's not a problem. The mushroom is a completely separate entity from the grain that it grew from. But some people will cut off the bottoms for the mushrooms. Some people want to have special ashkacha for the mushrooms. Um, but the position of the OU is it's really not a problem. Wow. Okay, thank you very much for answering all my questions. Have yeah. a good yantif. Wow, that was some answer, I'll tell you. I didn't realize that there was such a concern about the mushrooms. Our full panel is here by Yoel Schoenfeld, by Ellie Gersten, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum of J Drugs in Brooklyn, and of course Jay Booksbaum, the world's number one kosher wine sommelier. You can ask him any questions you want about kosher wine for Pesach, and we'll of course get to uh, some of the details. He always enlightens us regarding new wines and uh, what people who have uh, diabetic problems should do and what people who are looking for specific things for the Seder will do that coming up as well here at JM in the AM. Hi, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. I, um, I had a question about quinoa. Yep. You want to know if you could use it on Pesach? Yes. Rabbis, what do you say? Uh, quinoa is acceptable. Well, it's. And I, th- I think Rabbi Gerstner can speak better to it because there was a difference of opinion in the OU as to whether it's considered kidneys. Certainly it's not chametz, but the question is if it's kidneys. But the uh, OU uh, does certify certain kidneys as, I'm sorry, certain quinoa. So do the other agencies, but it should carry a kosher pace. Why do I remember from years past that the OU was leaning toward not allowing it? Am I wrong? No, there was a there was a time when the OU didn't take a position on it. Ah. Uh, they they didn't certify it, but they didn't say you couldn't use it. There were other hashgachas who were doing it. Um, eventually, the OU just said, you know, everyone's eating it anyway. Let's. It's consumer driven. I got, I, maybe, no, I, maybe I should start preaching to the consumers some other things we should start doing. No, the, the OU really <laughs> didn't have a problem with exactly. it. Exactly. It wasn't. It was sort of, you know, it was at the time it was a little bit, uh, you know, ambiguous, and though you thought it might look funny to to certify once everybody was, you know, but really, um, you know, the, the OU never took a position that it wasn't something you could eat. All right. 201-209-9368. You're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. I want to know if I have an open bag of Dead Sea Salt that I'm using, if I'm able to use it for Pesach. Dead Sea Salt. I mean, if you have an open yeah, package. Yeah, you're not eating it. What? You're not eating it. No, no. No, but it's open bag. Oh, you just want to keep it in your closet? No, it's kept in the extra by the bathroom. In other words, you're, but you're bathing it. Is that the idea? Yes. Right. Yes, so that, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. That's fine. 201 209 9368. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. A question about the Enfamil Enfagro. They have a line of formula which is for toddlers called Enfagro. Is that the same as the other formulas or is it different? 
Uh, yes, it's similar to the other formulas, and it's considered kidneys, and as the rabbis would say, don't uh, keep it with your uh, Pesach stuff, keep it separate, and the bottles and things that you put it in, you use maybe paper cups if you're feeding it to a toddler. Um, but it uh, should be kept separate from your uh, Pesach stuff. Because uh, non-kidney-out eating families can feed their babies and young children kidney-out. Correct, Rabbis? Correct. Yes, that's right. correct. Just, yes. just say yes. I, I, I would point <laughs> out that in the OU guide on yeah. page 100, there's a whole list of... The guide has over 100 pages, Rabbi? Oh, wow. sure. Amazing. Um, there's a list of, of uh, infant formulas that are approved for use on Pesach by the OU, even though they, they obviously contain uh, kidneys, but uh, for like you mentioned, for uh, babies who need this, it is perfectly permitted. Look how many are on this list. It's amazing. Years ago, it was never like this. Our parents and grandparents never had a list like this <laughs> for Pesach. We had Kedem raspberry syrup. That was all we had. That was it. That's what everybody from infant to adult uh, drank on Pesach, right? That's right. <laughs> Kedem raspberry syrup. A good segue for Jay Booksbaum. Jay, do you have a secret supply, a stash, so to speak, of Kedem raspberry syrup? In, in uh, German, it used to be called Himbersaft. You're serious? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Unbelievable. And it was drunk with... Um, uh, with Saratoga Vichy water. Wow. Which is really not delicious. Huh? Yeah, really delicious. <laughs> you can't imagine how good it is. Unbelievable. Is anything new for this Pesach? I know we have other questions which we'll get to in terms of alcohol content and, and people with diabetes and what people who uh, want to avoid wine, if they can, health-wise, can do for the Seder. But what about anything new that we oh, should be aware of over the last few months? There's some brand new, uh, there's some brand new French wines. Uh, one is the uh, Grand Pou du Casse. I also suggest this is a beautiful uh, Les Lauriers Rosé. And well, the reason that, I mention right? that is because it's a lighter wine. And, uh, you know, for those people who don't want that heaviness that they, because they don't get to the, they don't get to the meal until way after, you know, right. the second coast. So could be, it could be like 8.30. <laughs> no, so this way <laughs> you know, could, you could it. start with a lighter wine, certainly the second glass. Now, of course, ask your local rabbi about red and white, but this is considered a red wine. Mm -hmm. So that would be fine too. And, um, and of course there's new wines from Eretz Yisrael, including Matar, whole group of wines from them. Uh, so there yeah. are people at the Seder who specifically will serve only Israeli wine. You know that? Yes. And you applaud that? I applaud. As long as it's a wine you're affiliated that's what with. they like. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, someone asked me last night. I was in Philadelphia last night doing a very high-end tasting. And someone asked me, okay, Jay, what are you drinking? And I, I like to say that the first coast I always start with is a... It's a wine. Yeah, it's got to be from Israel to start the Seder. That's once what you, I do. Once you drift away from the first cup, there's other options. <laughs> but to start things off, Jay's starting in the Holy Land. Yes, yeah, everybody. Jay, uh, any exciting Malagas this year? <laughs> <laughs> that's too. That's too rich for you. That's they, too they do, fine for they you. They do still make a Malaga, don't they? Yes, they do. And the cream red Concord. Right. right. And the uh, the favorite Concord Call. And the favorite Concord Call, right, which is a uh, very light wine. For those of you who think you can't take it and you have to go to the grape juice. Hey, try the Concord Call. It might be perfect for you. Yeah, it's only about 3.5%. 201 209 Your email and app comments and questions we will get to. Please be patient for a moment. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. We'll move on. Hello, you're on the air with our panel. Good morning. One more. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning. Uh, I can't figure out what's going on here. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. 
Good morning. Calling from Yerushalayim. Wow, thank you. Lashana Hazot, Yerushalayim. Lavaza Coffee. L-E-V-A-V-A? L-E-V-A-V-A? No. L-A-V-A-Z-A. Lavaza Coffee. Lavaza. In capsules. Anybody have a comment? Yes. Wow, I think you may have stumped our panel from 6,000 miles away. Well, but the only thing is we do have to know, if it's a plain coffee that is not flavored and not uh, decaffeinated, uh, if it's a plain ground coffee, it shouldn't be a problem, but I'm not familiar. On the OU site, it says with the OU Hech, it doesn't need to have a kosher Pesach on it as long as it has an OU. Well, right, so you just answered you just answer question. It. That was good. You called with a question, and you provided the answer, which all our callers would do that. Yeah, but I'm not sure. It, you, the one on your website says it's made in America. <laughs> this is made in Italy. Hmm. Would a European one be different? Rabbi Gersten, what do you think? The, this product has an OU on it? Yes. It has an OU. Yeah, then it's fine. There you go. Doesn't matter what continent it's from. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Yes, um, what is about to use, uh, um, which medicines is, is uh, okay to take in Pesach? Which medicines are okay to take on Pesach? A more specific question would be helpful. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Quickly, my sheet. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to know what does somebody do if they just realized, found out they're allergic to grapes? If you're allergic to grapes, what do you do? That's actually a good question. That's actually more a halachic question, but are you allergic to wine or to grapes? They said grapes. Well, can they drink wine or because, grape juice? Because or not? I know, for example, my mother, Alev Shalom, and my wife are allergic to uh, raw apples, but they can drink apple juice. Mm. So you have to find out if you're allergic to the juice or to the wine. Now, even wine is wine is even one step more removed from grape juice in right. that it is alcoholic. So for argument's sake, for argument's sake, because this youngster stumbled yeah. upon an interesting topic, rabbis. One is allergic to wine and grape juice, the whole line. He's allergic to everything Jay hangs out with all day, right? <laughs> He's allergic to the whole thing. What do they do for uh, for the Seder? And I guess what do they do for Kiddush year-round? Right, so the halacha provides for that. And that is if, you, if, if for whatever reason it's impossible or you, for, or you either allergic reasons or you cannot get wine for whatever reason or, gra- or any great product, then you are allowed to have what's called Hamar Medina, which is something a socially uh, accepted uh, drink. Um, some people would say it's tea. Some people might say that it's it's a Coke soda, um, and you can replace that instead of wine. Obviously, it's a last, very last resort. Of course, then you have to switch the bracha from to Hagavin to Shahakol. Right. Wow. Rabbi? Yeah, you know, it's absolutely correct. But um, when it comes to, let's say, a tea, so you're supposed to drink it in a certain amount of time. We have, you're supposed to, you know, two gulps, right. basically. So if it's too hot... And uh, you know, makes if you're going to be sipping it slowly, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to make sure that the tea is just the right temperature that you could drink it. Mm, I guess there'll be a movement by the iced tea industry to get <laughs> them to be able to be part of the kiddish replacement. How do you like that? That's right. Yes, Jay, you wanted to mention. Yeah, just one of the classic Hamer Medinas is beer. Of course, <laughs> there's only one problem. Although, <laughs> only I, one problem. although I noticed there are a couple of cultural pace up years for this year. Yeah. Seriously, uh, just acute. Yeah, I don't know if they're OU or not, but I know they're cultural pace. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Rice beers. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What is your question, please? Um, okay, I have three questions. Yeah, go right ahead. Okay. Um, Sephora Bite, it's um, a lip mask. And I'm actually, I don't know if it's Sephora. It says Bite on it, and it's made by Bite Beauty in 
Canada. Okay. What's the second question? We'll come back to that. Okay. The second question is, is there an oat matzah that's thinner than what I had last year, which was like an eighth of an inch, a quarter of an inch? Does anybody make thin oat matzah? Panel? Uh, there are oat matzahs. I'm not sure about the thickness of them. I, I never buy the oat matzahs myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have the gluten uh, issue. Um, but, uh, you know, you just have to you know, shop around. Yeah, shop around, exactly. And your third question. Uh, it's $30 a box or $40 a box for the That's oat matzahs. That's true. Hey, yeah, if, this was a pace, if this was a Pesach yeah, price. We had some last year and, no, and it, it was just, you couldn't eat it. You couldn't if this was a Pesach prices program, believe you me, this would be a much, much different show. <laughs> Uh, yes, your third question. Okay. For the wine, um, what is the, min the minimum amount of wine that someone can drink for a coast? And if you're drinking that minimum, can you still mix it with water? Like, I've heard that you could mix it if you're trying. We're trying, we're trying to do two things. Okay, can one second. So the question is, can you dilute the wine, right? Can you dilute the wine and how much has to be drunk? In order to it uh, to fulfill the mitzvah, rabbis Jay, what do you say? I, I, just just uh, from yeah. the dilution point of view, why not consider grape juice? But in terms of the sheer, yeah, the rabbis will tell you that. How much do people need to drink? Well, well a kosk is about, about four ounces, there you go. and you only have to drink rova the kosk, which is about two ounces. There you go. So if a person can manage two ounces of of and and in terms of dilution, yes, you could uh, you could dilute with grape juice. If it's a real wine, you could even dilute it with water. Um, but you shouldn't you make sure that um, most of it is wine. Um, if you want to be uh, have all the opinions, you know that it should be considered wine. Make sure that uh, at least 51% of it is wine. You could add 49% water to it. There you go. It's America's. Okay, we need to add that this yeah. year, Friday night, is the first Seder, so Kiddush is Minotaur. So therefore, this year should be, just for the first coast, this year should be a little bit bigger. I, I, I think uh, even Rav Moshe would agree it should be about five ounces, thereabouts. But it should be bigger than the rest of the three coasts. Friday night only. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Our distinguished Pesach Products Program panel includes Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, who plans on being either Monday or Tuesday, Cholamoid at Great Adventures Six Flags, as usual. Sure, free fall. Yeah, the free fall and all those other great rides that you love, Rabbi Schoenfeld. He's also been an OU rabbinic coordinator for over 30 years. He remembers when there was no, uh, uh, when there were no questions asked by email and by app. You remember those days, Rabbi Schoenfeld, yeah, don't when you? There was, and there was no Six Flags either. Right. When there was, he remembers days when there was barely a telephone for you to call up and ask. We used to take call, we used to take questions by postcard. No, just joking. <laughs> Carrier, <your> <laughs> Rabbi Ellie Gersten is here. OU Halachic Recorder. Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and their staff are here. Well, actually, Ronnie and Larry are here, but they and their staff welcome you to J Drugs in Brooklyn at three locations. 1205 Avenue J, 3402 Avenue J, and Kings Bay Chemist at 3610 Nostrand Avenue. JDrugsRx at gmail.com. JDrugsRx at gmail.com. You can contact them at any point between now and Friday to ask them questions regarding uh, Pesach. And Jay Booksbaum, the world's number one kosher wine sommelier from Royal Wine Kedem, is here with his recommendations and with his advice in terms of the four cups. All right, let's get to some of our app comments. Is Palmolive dish soap okay to use? Panel, what do you say? It's fine. It's fine for Pesach. Um, what about a nursing mother who, who hesitates to drink four cups of wine? Are there provisions? Well, grape juice, right? It's the, 
Is that the obvious answer? Right? Grape juice, yeah. Anything else? I mean, that's, that's it, right? Well, they get it. If she has a problem with the grape juice, as we said before, Hamar Medina is socially accepted. Is there an issue using hot water from a coffee maker spout in an office kitchen? Yeah, on, on Pesach, I would not recommend using the communal uh, water urn because you never know who just you know who used it and what they used it. They made, someone made, might have made an oatmeal right beforehand or something. And by the way, it's a year-round problem also. I mean, not maybe as severe, but it could be a year-round It could be problem. a year-round. Yeah, many, many people, uh, uh, just to mention, Rudolski, Zechis Adelbracha, he used to say that one could use a right. well, like an office uh, water urn during the year. But yeah, on Pesach, one shouldn't, because on Pesach, the rules much more strict, therefore, um, you know. Is there a brand of organic coconut milk that could be used for Pesach? Uh, I don't know if we've ever had the organic coconut milk question before. We've yeah. had the fish food question before, but I don't think we've ever had the organic coconut milk question before. Rabbi Gersten, are you uh, searching for that? Well, I see we, there is a coconut milk listed. I don't know if it's organic or not. Um, the, the Coconut Dream uh, product on page 101 in the guide uh, is listed as being uh, acceptable for Pesach. All right, and that would be the only one, according to the booklet, for the OU? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure of any other. Yeah. All right, so you'll have to search for that in terms of finding an organic one. Uh, children's pr- uh, preferred plus Tylenol. Children's preferred plus pi- Tylenol. No problem. Children's ibuprofen. Um, should not be a problem, uh, depending on the brand. Of Can you recommend a kosher Pesach heartburn medication? Uh, Adwi has a heartburn medication. That's kosher Pesach and kosher all year round. Tums also, Tums is also fine. Tums is fine? All of them yeah. are okay? Yeah. Um, Costco Allegra Costco Claritin. Anybody know about Costco Allegra and Claritin? Well, I don't promote Costco, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, would you know if they're uh, okay the, for Pesach? The only product that listed as not being good is the Ready Tabs on the Claritin and Clarinex. So the rest would be okay? The rest would be okay. Carrots! Baby carrots, rabbis! Any problem with that in the package? They're fine. Uh, Pesach here, they do happen to have an OU. That's good. But uh, they do not necessarily have to carry an OUP. Does anybody know if there's a hand sanitizer that has no alcohol in it? Anybody here of a hand sanitizer with no alcohol? Yes, there is. There you know which one? Um, it's like an off-brand one, but we do carry it in the store, special uh, no-alcohol hand sanitizer. Listerine strips, yes or no? Um, the Listerine liquids and everything is fine. The strips, uh, no one has given a hechsher on that, so... I'd say put it away, Rabbi. I, I, I would agree, but I, th- I think the Chaf K used to uh, m- have an, al- an you know, you was, was involved in the, in the strips. It's probably worth getting in touch with the Chaf K to see if there's anything updated. But uh, well, I asked Rabbi Goldberg uh, when oh. I saw him in Avenue J, and he said not to use it. But he's of the Chaf K? He's not of the Chaf K. He was actually using the Stark A right. reference. Uh-huh. That, okay. that, that was his uh, main mm. source of uh, reference. However, we may have a little... He did uh, say, like, I, I think it's like everything else. If it's possible for you to... I mean, it's a, it's a Listerine strip. You could... Listerine, this, the sprays are okay. But well, there are people who uh, need their Listerine strips for eight days. But know. they could use the, the spray. Yeah, I guess. That, that's available and, and not a problem, so it would that would certainly sort of take care of the same situation. Jay Booksbaum, is there a red, red wine that is sugar-free? Is there a red wine that is sugar-free, our listener asks. All, all red wines that are dry, that say dry on the label, are sugar-free. Now, having said that, if the caller is interested in how it affects, uh, for example, 
Uh, if you have a sugar issue, a mm-hmm. medical sugar issue, you should ask your doctor because alcohol, it's really converted uh, uh, sugar. So alcohol can affect you in different ways. Most, from what I understand, most doctors say that alcohol in wine is less problematic than sugar in wine. From, for example, the Kedem sweet wines have sugar added, but if it's a dry red wine and it has no sugar left in it or, uh, in, you know, an infinitesimal amount. Low sulfate wine, and that is the spelling here. Is Low sulf- sulfite. It should be sulfite. So I yeah, all wines have sulfa, uh, sulfites in them. Uh, some uh, organic wines, and I think we have one. I, I don't know if we have it anymore, but um, Eshkol, Ruby Eshkol, but that has sweetness to it. That's a separate question. It has no sulfur added, um, but sometimes sulfur uh, comes from the ground itself. So the answer is is that Ruby Eshkol is probably the best uh, alternative. All right, those questions are from the app. We'll get to our email coming up. 201-209-9368, you're on the air. Hi, good morning. Hi. Um, Hello. I'm on the air now. You are on the air. Go right ahead. What's your question? Okay, fantastic. I have a question for Mr. Buxbaum. Go ahead. Um, I try to buy wine from Yehuda and Shamron. Okay. And I am having a lot of trouble finding it. First of all, they don't always say on the label. They'll say, like, the hills of Jerusalem or something like that. Right. <laughs> and, um, two wineries two wineries, that, two wineries that come from Yehuda and Shamron. You're talking about the, what, what is commonly known as the Shtachim or the, you know, beyond the Green Line. Uh, that are in Yehuda and Shomron are uh, Psagot and Shiloh. Well, here we refer to them as Judea and Samaria. Judea and Samaria. Yeah, Judea and Samaria would be the the term. I didn't mean certainly, it as I didn't mean it as a <laughs> certainly in this building. I didn't mean it context. as a negative commentary. It, 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 Judea, should we practice this? Should we do this like a hundred times so that you never again say what you just said. No, no I I actually that? say I buy from the Shtachim. I want you to know that. Oh, <laughs> what's I mean, whatever, I, whatever you know. I mean, like Judea. in your face. And Judea Samaria. and Samaria. What are the two wineries? Psagot right. and Shiloh. Right. We have visited Psagot both. Psagot and Shiloh. Right. We have visited both. Right. They're both wonderful and uh, they they deserve your support and, uh, and great worry, wines. And don't worry if you think I'm giving Jay a hard time. He's the only person I could do this with on the air. <laughs> and he knows it. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I heard you mention earlier about hand sanitizers. I want to know Purell hand sanitizer. You know how to use it basically? You can't. Can you use Purell, yes or no? You're not eating it, right? It's fine. They're none of these things are, are edible. They're you all can even use paper towels on Pesach, I'm told. <laughs> and you can even use paper plates, I'm told. How do you like that? That's breaking news. And you could even, listen to this, you're going to be shocked at this one. You could even use any bottled water, true or false. As long as it doesn't have minerals added, just plain water is fine. Everything has a cut. Everything's got a little... Oh, so, so actually, for someone who's really worried... They and they're not sure how to find if it has minerals or not added. Should you look for one with Ashkach on it? Oh, if they don't know what the uh, uh, they can. They can look for an. OU are there tree. OU bottled waters? Yes, there are. There are. Yes. Name one, Rabbi Gerson. Putting it on the I spot. I have to look in the list here. Dasani. Dasani is an OU uh, bottled water. Yeah, I think Deer Park is. You know there are people. Poland, who, Poland Spring. You know there are people who will only eat certain items on Pesach and and will stay away from a whole bunch of items. They're, but they're none, as far as I know, that completely avoid water, right? As far as I know, nobody completely avoids water on Pesach. What well, are you? Uh, it depends <laughs> if the water is from New York City. Or not. <laughs> That's true. That's a year-round problem. <laughs> 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I don't want to be on the air. I want to make a pledge. 
Oh, I like that. Uh, well, if you don't want to be on the air, you'll have to call back a little later on. And I apologize, and believe you me, I would love to take your pledge right now, but if you can't be on the air, we can't do that. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to know what kind of fish food ah. is my fish. Well, since Rabbi Schoenfeld has cleaned the tank already, or you have not cleaned the tank by Tuesday? Of, no, uh, we're waiting for Thursday. You're going to do it Thursday. <laughs> a car wash also Thursday? Is, it, is, that, is that on the list for the last day before Pesach? For my son-in-law to do, correct. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're strictly just the fish tank. When you, uh, say, when you say that's the only thing you do before Pesach, you are sticking to that. Uh, th- that is correct. Uh, so on Thursday, out the garbage. But, uh, so on Thursday, you're gonna have to make this transition for the fish from their traditional fish food to what? Well, a fish food, the, the uh, standard fish food that you get for tropical fish, really contains hummus gomer. There's no getting around it, and so the only way, the only thing you can do, which is a, a very uh, acceptable alternative, is uh, either uh, worms that you can buy fresh. Worms. Fresh worms, little worms, and they come that way in, uh, in any decent pet store. But more look for the OUP, or not necessarily. <laughs> 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 you know, Bodic does not make this, <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> uh, but we'll get the, to it. Uh, and the other thing, but more practically, is a little uh, f- freeze dry dry uh, worms that mm. come in a little canister and. Fish are very happy with And that's it. That's and eight it. days later, they're still your friends. They're still my friends. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, first of all, thank you, Nachum, for hosting uh, such a great program. Thank you. I had a question for Mr. Buxbaum. Uh, I know you have there's many different wines. You know, Kedem offers for sweet wines with a low alcohol content. Is there any dry red wine? That a good dry red wine that has a low alcohol content, or is that really not not uh, you know you don't know for it? You'll like never that. find that. Yes or no? Uh, you could find that um, um, Kedem Burgundy, which is a red wine, is about eleven percent, or actually ten and a half percent, which is three uh, percent lower than a lot of other red wines. But it's it's uh, you're not going to get four percent. You're not going to no. Wine. You're not going to get a really low alcohol wine right. that is so completely. So the lowest dry. would be the ten percent. Ked and Burgundy, it's called. Ked and Burgundy is one. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Uh, yes, I'd like to know about analgesic pain rub like Tiger Balm. Uh, Tiger Balm would be fine. Don't eat it. That's for sure. Under any, it's a year-round problem. By the way, if you eat it. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I have two questions. One is, um, if a child needs Benadryl, is there a difference between um, an off-brand Benadryl, back-brand, um, the liquid, the chewables? Benadryl, anything in any of that category that would be a problem? No, all the Benadryls are fine. The off-brands are fine also. There you go. Questions, by the way, about specific drugs, jdrugsrx at gmail.com, jdrugsrx at gmail.com. And, of course, the OU is open all day long to take your questions and to uh, give you the answers to any Pesach problems you might have. Do we have a, a direct line? Do we have an email address? What do we have? I give you a phone number, 212-613-8241. That's the phone number for the OU hotline. 8241, that would be the Pesach hotline, 212-613-8241. Your questions for the OU staff. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. First of all, Nassim, thanks again for providing such a forum. Appreciate um, that. Thank you. Uh, for the rabbis, um, I heard that there may be possible issues if you have with certain paper towels, maybe even perfumes. The uh, paper towels is applied on food, whether to uh, dry it more after them being, after being rinsed. 
Are you uh, are you ready to declare that all paper towels are fine, rabbis? Um, I I certainly am. Uh, uh, yeah, pa- paper towels are not a problem. Some people the first sheet will, will throw away because there's extra glue put onto it. But aside from that, the paper towels are fine for Pesach. What do we do with that sheet? Because you don't want to waste it. Should we collect them all and figure out a good purpose for them down the road? Would that be a good sure, idea? Sure, you could save it Maybe save them for after Pesach yeah, exactly. and, and put it in the drawer where you keep the Shabbos cut paper towels. You know? <laughs> that would be a good idea. Why throw out a good sheet of paper towel? And don't eat them. And certainly don't eat them. 201 209 9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Yes, hi. Question for you. Um, is, I don't know if this was brought up already, a laxative that's kosher lepesach? And then I have a second question. All right, kosher lepesach laxative? Uh, most of the laxatives are fine. Uh, Adri came out with a new laxative that's kosher and uh, good for Pesach. And uh, most of the laxatives, like the Miralax and uh, Metamucils. Any uh, any Adri products you have for Pesach? You have them all? We have them all. <laughs> yes, this year he came out with some new items and new flavors. And it's, uh, it's okay. coming along nicely. Other than Adri? You, you a could laxative use, other than Adri? You could all use the Metamucil, the Miralax. They're, they're all pretty good. You liquid or solid or whatever. Any of them, right? Okay. Pretty Thank much. Thank you. The next, and my next question is, I don't know if you're familiar with this bambucus, which is made of elderberry. Yeah, I'm familiar with it, but um, again, it falls under kidneys. I guess it's uh, for medical necessity, then you could take it. If it's not, I'd put it away for the week. By the way, there's some like um, uh, uh, cascara sagrada, when you're talking laxatives, that's not kosher pesach, but... Um, you know, most of the regular ones that you'll find on the shelves are. And remember, you could email a specific question on any of that to uh, Larry and Ronnie. I yeah. just want to clarify something. I told the last caller that it's 10%. It is actually higher. But what like I might... Burgundy? Su- yes. What I might suggest, as the rabbi had mentioned before, is that the halach is you can uh, add water, which would solve both of your problems at once. A, lower the would, alcohol. It would lower the alcohol, and it would also, uh, you know, not increase any sugars, so... All right, that's a good suggestion. 201-209-9368 is the number. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Sorry about that. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, two questions. Number one, is Gaviscon kosher for Pesach? Yes. Gaviscon is kosher. And second is raw ginger. Rabbis? Any problem with raw ginger? It's fine. Yeah, raw ginger is fine. Okay, thank you very much. I'm going to miss that, by the way. Can I take my ginger tablets on on Pesach? No? The capsules, probably not, right? Well, go over to the sushi bar at the uh, hotel and get some ginger. I don't, I don't <laughs> like ginger, but I need it, you know, in capsule form. Uh, this way, I don't have the, uh, I don't catch cold from Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, this is the, uh, this is important in my line of work. I want to make sure I don't get a sore throat or a cold. Uh, I've been convinced over the years that it's my ginger capsules that are keeping me from that. Oh. What do you think, Larry? Possibility? Uh, probably all the other things you're doing are doing a better job of keeping you from getting sick. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> all right. 201-209-9368. Our panel includes Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Rabbi Ellie Gersten, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum of J Drugs, and the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth, J Booksbaum. I don't know about the other planets. I don't think he's dominated those yet. But on Earth, the man is amazing. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Oh, sorry about that. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to know if Costco dates, the ones that come in the plastic container that's sealed, they are all natural, they have the pits in them, are they kosher for Pesach? Rabbi? 
Yes, the, the dates are fine. There you go. Yeah. Could use that for Pesach. Whoever says there's nothing available for Pesach. All these things we're telling people they can have. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. For Rabbi Schoenfeld or Rabbi Gerstel. Um, Rabbi Gersten, yeah. I'm sorry. Rabbi Gersten, sorry. Um, is like the cow wine, like the matzikal, the three and a half percent wine, four percent, is that a B'diyefed product or is it, or is it a chafila considered wine? Which wine? Like the matukal, like the matukal. Matukal is that a bidyevid wine for the seder? Is that uh, you know? So I, I just mentioned that uh, the Rebbevelsky Zatzal used to say that three and a half percent is is lechatchila for the for for the dalakosos. Uh, he brought a very interesting proof to this. He said that wine, I think the highest that it will naturally ferment is about uh, thirteen fourteen percent. And if uh, in the time of the Gemara they used to add three parts water to their wine. So if you add three parts water to a 14% wine, you end up at 3.5%. That, that's a unique perspective for Arabelsky, right? It's, it's typical. Blending he, the he, science and exactly Talmud he, and, he, and coming up with a decision. That's the way he think about things, exactly. Three and a half is Concord Call? Yes. That is good. So that's it. It's anything you produce, you could use for the Seder. Yes. Simple as that. 201-209-9368, you're on the air. Hi, good morning. Hi. So there's something called melatonin. Yeah, melatonin. No, it's called me- melichus. Melly chews. Have you heard right. of that? And I want to know about corn. It's a uh, magnesium. You uh, put it in a drink, and it turns into a fizz. What do you think? It, um, is it's a great item. What do you think? The melly chews would be fine. Um, uh, the corn I'm not familiar with. Um, again, it, it's something fizzing, going into uh, liquid. Can I, rabbis? can I read it to you? A lonic magnesium. Why, do, why don't you, why yeah, don't you email, call it. The, email it or call the store and email I'll... Email it. And I'll uh, give the Birnbaums a day to research it and right. they'll hopefully get back to we'll you before... We'll get back to you on that. Before Pesach. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, I wanted to know about Zyrtec and Zyrtec D. Zyrtec. Uh, Zyrtecs are fine. Those are fine. You have hold on, hold on. Oh, we're going to check. Hang on. We're going yeah, to uh, check a, on that one. Hang there's on. There's also a chewable on the Zyrtec that is not good. Hold the presses. Hold the presses. Nobody make any decisions yet based on our quick answer. The ODT is um, not good on the Zyrtec. All right. But all the rest of them, the liquid and the uh, tablets are fine. I right, hope that clarifies that. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, is me okay? Formula okay? Which one? Neocate again is kidneyous and has to be kept separate, but uh, you could. As long it. as you follow the kidney oath guidelines, you could use it for your youngster. You're on the air. Good morning. Yes, I'd like to know what type of toothpaste I could choose. Is there a toothpaste recommendation? Rabbi Schoenfeld, uh, it, it, it comes time for a Friday afternoon, and we've switched over completely to Pesach. No more chametz can be consumed, and everything's been burned, and now it's time for a little. Teeth brushing before the holiday. Where would you turn? To which tube would you go? We, we uh, recommend uh, uh, um, Colgate, Pepsodent, Tom's of Maine has an OU, uh, uh, Ultra Bright, which I didn't know they still make. Ultra Bright, wow. Ultra Bright toothpaste, you can't even sing the I didn't know they'd make Pepsodent, frankly. And Pepsodent, <laughs> Ipana, no, Ipana. <laughs> not that one, huh? Not, not anymore. But, but, Pepsi, but again, the first Pepsi. one you mentioned was Colgate. Colgate. Interesting. Yeah. Colgate. You were not once there had been a supervisor at the Colgate factory, were you? No, there was not. But Just checking. Right. But interesting is Crest has been left off the uh, list this mm. year. Conspiracy or? Uh? I'm not sure. Crest was one of these things was recommended one year, not recommended another year, and looks like it's back to not being recommended. So I, I think some of the issue might have been with Crest was uh, maybe it, that it itself is not kosher. 
Mm. So Colgate was always kosher and kosher Pesach. Crest, they may have had animal derivatives in it, That's not making it not good for Pesach. But a year-round But, round but year-round uh, could be an issue. Uh, right, Gerson? Yeah, I would just mention about the Tom's Main. It's th- there's two products that the OU is uh, recommending, the whole care peppermint and the whole care spearmint as being... Uh, Fine for Pesach. How many does that we have? How many varieties of toothpaste? Just oh, one? No, no, no. How Different many? flavors. There's about six, seven. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They, and every year they taste better. So uh, Go figure. They're, they're working hard over there. What By the way, you all the Toms of Mainz have an OU on it. You know, so yes, they all have an OU, but there's only two of them that they're recommending for Pesach. On page 69 in the guide, it's those, those two, the whole care peppermint and the whole care spearmint. Those two are specifically... Um, checked into it that those are okay for Pesach. Which uh, toothpaste did they use in Old Williamsburg, Jay, uh, years ago? What were, what were they using in the 1940s? In Nobody brushed their teeth. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're confident that there was no... Can't you smell it now? I mean, I'm, it's, I'm it's, still it's, carrying on the tradition. It was Pesach. <laughs> it was Pesach. Who would dare brush their teeth? And I'm 201-209. <laughs> we washed it out with Slivovitz. That's what we did. <laughs> Might work better. At 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, good morning. Is wool of brand uh, Motrin, liquid Motrin, okay for Pesach? Most of them are good. I haven't come across one that did not have, uh, that wasn't appropriate. All right. 201 209 9368. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I want to know Prilosec, you know, like the medicine for heart, Zant- Prilosec and Zantac are kosher with Pesach. Prilosec, Zantac? Yeah, not a problem. All you right, know. there you go. Hello, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question about Florigen, a refrigerated probiotic. My daughter's doctor recommended that she stay on it indefinitely. It actually says on it, does not contain yeast, sugar, soy, yeah, we're familiar with it. gluten, it's coloring, or preservative. Yes, the Florigen is fine. Oh, excellent. Thank yeah. you very much. One very of our welcome. listeners wants to know if all, if all Colgate is all right, including the Colgate Total Advanced Clean. Would all of them be okay, according yeah, to the yes, OU? Yes, they would be. It's okay. not according to the OU. This is... Uh, uh, it's not an OU. It's, it's a general problem. recommended list. Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, peeled nuts, almonds, and walnuts. We did that one already, right? No. Well, not not all nuts, but almonds and walnuts. What almonds and walnuts raw. Yeah, they're fine. Um, we talked about. Oh, wait, wait, I think we do have to add a caveat, Rabbi Gerstin. Um, far be it for me to. No, no, you're right. It should not say on it BHT or uh, it shouldn't have preservatives added. Yeah, it should just be plain raw nuts. As plain as possible. Yeah, no other ingredients. Uh, most fish, according to this commenter, can go a week without being fed. That sounds a little rough. Most <laughs> fish can go, go a week, week without, without being, being fed. fed. <laughs> the way I see fish react when you feed them, I have a feeling that that's not true. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. My piranhas uh, don't agree. But, uh, <laughs> not a chance. Yeah. Um, how about rabbit food, someone asks. Well, can't you give rabbits some fresh vegetables? Can't yeah. you give them some good chazeret? Can't you give them some uh, good romaine lettuce? Well, yes, r- lettuce, carrots. And you probably I don't even have to check the romaine lettuce that you give to the rabbits, <laughs> right? I would guess. Well, and you don't even have to check it. Am I right? You're right, but I would. But if it's a really from rabbit, like if it's a rabbit, if it's a rabbit that really takes this stuff seriously, yeah. you might want to check it beforehand. Well, I mean, the Gemara says that it's Sadik's behemoth it reflects the tzitzis of the Sadik. There you so, go. You know, I Gotta be careful. All right, you gotta be very careful when it comes my, to this. My stuff. son Andrew has a rabbit. There you go. <laughs> Ask him what he's and, doing. And the uh, yeah. they they have the rabbit like they feed him like these uh, cereals and stuff, and you cannot use that, and you have to give them the vegetables. The rabbits don't like carrots as much as you think they do. They they prefer the other leafy 
green stuff. There so, you go. Yeah. Someone here says amoxicillin is not kosher lepesa? That's, that's not true. That's not true. It is kosher lepesa. Yeah. Hey, if you're the commenter on the app, uh, the Birnbaums have confirmed that amoxicillin is kosher lepesa. By the way, seriously, coming back to the rabbit, I, I think it's, I'm not, you know, I haven't raised rabbits, I don't know, but they should find out the pellet. I'm sure they feed the pellets. Right, so the it, pellets. And so it's, it's I don't know if the pellets are, I don't know what's in there. It's grain and stuff like but that. But I'm saying there's, there's yeah, leafy yeah. alternatives for a week is what I'm saying. Right, but right. They, they need a uh, substantial diet. They need a real meal. Yeah, yeah. They can't just go on, on rabbit food. Probably but pr- uh, more, more commonly <laughs> would uh, pertain to guinea pigs. A lot of, you know, guinea pigs is a lot more popular little pet to have, and I, I don't know what's in the guinea pig uh, pellets. Right, by next year, do me a favor and try to find out. I mean, this is, this is silly that you walk in here not knowing what's in the guinea pig diet. Come on, Rabbi. <laughs> That's totally unprepared. <laughs> totally unprepared is right. I take daily probiotics. I have severe stomach issues. Without it, I'd be very uncomfortable. The brand I take is VSI3 or VS13. Uh, the VSL is fine. Uh, and yogurt is not strong enough. All well, the VSL is fine. The VSL is fine. Does sugar need a hechsher? When you buy a five-pounder bag of sugar, does it need a hechsher for Pesach? Plain white granulated does not. Okay. I haven't even touched our emails yet. We've been doing everything off the app and off the telephone. Let's go to some of our emails and see what's going on. 201-209-9368 on the phones. We talked about the, um, about the toothpaste. Capsaicin, capsaicin in pill form. What do you say to that? Email me the brand and I'll take a look into it. Email address is jdrugsrx at gmail.com. jdrugsrx at gmail.com. Cupcake liners for Pesach. Any recommendations? They're fine. Yeah, none of these things are considered um, you know, edible. They're all considered to be... Uh, Midnight cherry-flavored sleeping pills. Midnight cherry-flavored sleeping pills. Email? Sound delicious. <laughs> you have any idea? Uh, it depends what the ingredients. Right, so email, email, email me and I'll uh, respond. I'll look it up. Um, real lemon juice. Does it need a special Pesach certification? It's fine. The OU real lemon is fine for Pesach. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Yes, hi. Um, with respect to red wine... Um, I know most red wines go through a clarifying or priming process, and they use fish bladders, egg whites, gelatins. Some use minerals and clay, and as a vegan, um, there's no way for me to tell just by looking at the label which process they may be using. So I was wondering if the rabbis know of any wines that use just a filter process or just the minerals? Well, let's first turn to the number one world's kosher wine sommelier, Mr. Jay Bookspam. Jay, what do you say? Okay, so Carmel wines are vegan, and that means that they do not use ever any egg whites. The only kind of uh, kosher, anything that's, uh, first of all, always look for an OUP on your on your wine because there is a brand that doesn't have an OUP on some on some of its uh, on some of its runs, uh, and um, but all, all wines, almost all kosher wines, do certainly don't use gelatin. Most use only diametaceous earth or clay, and they don't use fish bladders. On occasion, they might use some egg whites. Those do not, of course, remain in solution. So <laughs> therefore, uh, you know, it depends on how vegan you are. You know how serious you are about it, but probably wouldn't be, not probably wouldn't be in your wine anyway. But if you're strict about that. Carmel, as I understand it, is completely 
uh, does not use even egg whites in their finding ever. Although I will say that most kosher wines don't use egg whites also, almost always. All right, uh, that's the answer on that one. Can you recommend a prenatal vitamin, J Drugs, a prenatal vitamin? That's good for Pesach, or are all of them good for Pesach? Well, it's considered a vitamin, and it is, uh, does contain kidneys, but if your doctor recommends you use it, then I suggest that you do so. Children's Benadryl, we said, is good? Yes, sir. The children's baby aspirin, we say, is fine, right? No problem. All right, 201-209-9368, you're on the air, good morning. Yes, Fiber Choice. What's it called? Fiber Choice. Oh, Fiber Choice? Yeah. The, the powder or the capsule, use the capsules? It's a chewable. Chewable. Chewable, I would keep away from. Okay. By the way, you said baby aspirin. I hope the person who's uh, saying the baby aspirin is talking about taking the adult. Uh, you should never feed children baby aspirins. So that's yeah, but a lot of adults take baby aspirin. All adults should take a baby aspirin, prevent heart attack and strokes, etc. But uh, baby aspirin, you know, she asked about baby Tylenol. Right. Um, babies should not be given um, baby Understood. Aspirin. Yeah, I think they meant it for an adult. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. And hello, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, go right ahead. You're on the hi. air. Hi, is my Lanta okay? My Lanta. Yes, no problem. Hi. Oh, what did I just do? Oh, what did I just do? All right, I just cleared our phone lines by accident. We'll go back for a moment uh, to some of the... Um, we'll go back for a moment to some of the uh, emails that we're getting. Fresh... Well, it can't be fresh if it's this... Frozen strawberries. A bag of frozen strawberries. Rabbis? Frozen strawberries without any additives. Uh, and we're not taking into account any insect infestation issues. But as far as Pesach is concerned, without any additives, you're all right. Cumin. Is it kidney oat? Um, it, it's not kidney oat, but it need special Pesach certification. Uh, we talked about all toothpaste. I think we went through that already. Um, what else do we have here? Phone number at 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Go Hi, right, good morning. Go right ahead. You're on the air. Oh. Uh, is children's Tylenol and children's Motrin the flavoring a problem? No. The flavoring in all these um, products are all artificial. They know No one puts in real cherry or real grape. So you don't so they're really... they're always kosher? For, I mean, even aside from Pesach? Yeah. It's no problem with them all year round. Oh, okay, great. Thank you very much. Hi, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. I'm sorry, I didn't get to the rest of that frozen strawberries. What did he say? Yes, they are fine, the frozen strawberries. Uh, you're on with our panel in our studio for our Pesach products program. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to know if there's any update this year with the Coca-Cola products other than Coke and, uh, Coke and Diet Coke for Pesach. Anything else? Sprite in the past. This year there's no Sprite. Anything else? Not aware of it. Rabbi Gersten, what about those of us who are desperate for a good cup of Sprite over Pesach? Just like our ancestors, who were parched. Their thirst was parched as they were approaching the Red Sea, and they were all saying to each other, if I only had a tall glass of Sprite, I'd be so much better off. What do you say to people in our tradition who are suffering from that problem? Well, you could call up Coca-Cola and demand it that the next year they make uh, kosher Pesach Sprite. If I'm demand, if I'm calling Coke already, I'm demanding they make one of their root beers special based on. Not wasting my time on the Sprite, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe a cream soda or something like that. Come on. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. And hello, you're on the air. Good morning. 
Yes, good morning. I want to know about silver foil. Silver foil. Can we use it on Pesach this year? Silver foil is fine. Oh, Baruch Hashem, I'll tell you. That would have been, that would have been terrible. Try to store food. After the Seder, the leftovers and stuff without silver foil? That would be almost impossible. We're, we're so used to it now, after all these decades of using it. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Go right yes, ahead. hi. Hi. Um, my question is mm-hmm. red-skinned potatoes. Okay. Rabbis? Contrary to what uh, some uh, guide says, red-skinned potatoes are, come from the earth that way. They're not dyed. So it, it's, it's not a problem. Some of our email, um, orange juice with calcium, must it have a kosher Pesach um, mark, or can you just use it without one? Orange juice with calcium, in a ready-made in a container, mm. any, any orange juice in a container should have an OUP uh, or Pesach certification, because these things are pasteurized, and you don't know what they're pasteurized over. Kirkland Pure Organic Maple Syrup. Needs to have a special ashkach, I assume, right? I would think so. They probably pack, you know, whole corn syrups, other things on the same equipment. Dairy pure, 100% lactose-free, fat-free milk. It's kosher dairy on it, but they want to know if they could use it on Pesach. So f- um, it's not certified kosher Pesach, but for people who are need lactose-free um, milk and they can't get kosher Pesach, you know, so the OU recommends you buy it before Pesach, and the uh, enzymes that are put into it are all bottle uh, before Pesach, so um, you know, if you if you need it, then you could buy it, and, and then buy it before Pesach and use it. Don't did buy it on Pesach, though. Did you mention Almond Breeze before? Was that the one you mentioned before? Oh, no, you, mentioned, a coconut. The, you mentioned the coconut okay. one. All right, so Almond Breeze, according to this uh, caller, or I should say writer, is not mentioned in the magazine. They want to know if it's okay for Pesach or not. It is a page on 101. It's on page 101, Almond Breeze, Almond and it is recommended, right? Yeah. Almond Breeze unsweetened. No, no, no. And Almond Breeze uh, original. Yes, there's two of them. All right. Um, the magazine mentions three nuts from TJ's. Almonds, walnuts, and cashews. Are there any others? I.e., dry roasted, unsalted pistachio nut meals or raw pumpkin seeds. Can one use those two? Um... Not ready to commit on that, all right? Yeah, I'm not sure. If they're only listing those three, I'm not sure why the other ones are left off. All righty. 201-209-9368 is the number. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Um, I want to know about um, regular paraben. I know somebody mentioned uh, Claritin from Costco, but what about regular? Regular Claritin? Uh, regular Claritin is fine. Just the, um, the the ones that dissolve the ODT tablets are not. Hi, the you're regular on ones are good. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Is Quilliviant XR okay, the liquid? Like yes, it is. No problem. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. Good morning. Wanted to know about Osim Bisley from Israel. It says just OU. It does not say anything about kids, kidneys. What is this product? It says OUP on it? It says OUP, but does not Bisley is from Israel. It says OUP, but there's no indication of whether it's a kidney product or not. The OUP will cover kidneys too. If it does have, there are, you know, increasingly some of the hashkafas are giving kidneys hashkafas to the Ashkenazic hashkafas, but they clearly label them and mark them as kidney All right, hope that answers your question. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Maxi D3 1000 from Maxi Health and the Frida Vite vitamin, the tiny tablet. Uh, Frida and the Maxi Health products are all kidneyist. They don't recommend uh, using them on Pesach. If you can skip a, a week without it, you should be fine. 
Otherwise, speak to your doctor and rabbi. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Yes, hi. I missed the response to the Benadryl. Was it liquid only? Tab no, the, tab, the, okay? ta the tabs and capsules are both all right also. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, do you need a wa new water urn for face off? Or could you use the same one from year round? What do you say about the water urn, Rabbi Gersten? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how you use your water urn. Like, um, you know, in, in our house, we sometimes will put the, the chalas to warm up on top of our water urn. You know, so then it really does need to be cashered. Uh, but if a person just has a water urn, they only use it for taking out hot water, then I would just recommend cashering just the spout, just pouring uh, boiling water over the spout, and then and then it's fine to use on paper. So in your case, if the chalas tend to be chametz dick, you've got to be very careful. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> uh, make sure to get your copy of the OU Guide to Passover 5776, some very interesting articles and over 100 pages. Uh, plus the Spheros Omer Guide, and as I said, the OU offers an opportunity to sign up for their Spheros Omer Alert every single day, which comes through email. Uh, I do also um, uh, call your attention to the uh, ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com. You can be in touch with NCSY about donating tickets for underprivileged children and families, and you could also take the opportunity to uh, get information regarding the big event coming up Monday and Tuesday. Cholomoid on Tuesday, they're going to be doing a major concert down there at Six Flags with Baruch Levine and Sim Kaliner. I'm sorry, what do you want to mention, Rabbi? You were just, uh, I'm just bringing to Rabbi uh, Gerson's attention because he has a lot to do with this. The OU has a terrific uh, service now. It's called the uh, Halacha Yomis. Yeah. It gets out uh, five, four or five days a week, a, a little bulletin, crisp bulletin in uh, with a help. Very useful, concise halacha on a potato, uh, that's very practically applied. I, I send out to many of the people in our shul. They've applied for it. And I thought Rabbi Gerson may be able to tell us um, how to subscribe to it. All right. So when you have that information, let us know. And we will pass that on to everybody. Meanwhile, one of our emailers says, Femdophilus and, and Flora Probiotics are their kosher pesa. Femdophilus? Does that make sense? F-E-M-D-O-P-H-I-L-I-U-S? I should forward it to you. Yeah, forward me the email. I'll respond to that. Um, so that's one email we just got. We also have one here that says, uh, where are we here? We did the frozen strawberries already. I'll go back to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. You're on with our panel. Hi. Hi, good morning. Is Zoller's After Meals okay? What is it? Zoller's After Meals. Zeller's After Meal? Zoller's. I like the vitamins. Yeah, again. They, it's a calcium and papaya. No, no, no. I'm familiar, but it's, um, again, it's uh, the kidneyest type product, and Zoller's doesn't, uh, you know, give any hashkachas uh, for, uh, for Pesach. None of the companies did. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, uh, yeah. What mouthwash is recommended? Are you recommending mouthwashes the way you recommended certain toothpaste, rabbis? You have Scope and Listerine. I know to be all right. All right. Some of the, uh, all flavors, right? Yes, correct. That should be good. That should be good. And Adwe makes it one, too. Hi, you're on the Okay, and Act. <laughs> they're, they're Hi, act. you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, Morton Salt has an OU. Does it need a U OUP? And another question also. The o it does need an OUP because of the uh, iodine that it could be kidneys. So it needs an OUP. And second, is there a ginger capsule that's kosher for Pesach? Hey, that's what I asked. <laughs> is there a ginger capsule that would not be kidneys and not be chametz? Uh, no. There is none. Yeah, don't worry. I'm in the same boat. Eight straight days without my ginger uh, capsules. But hey, Jay told me I'll make it through. I hope he's right. Believe you me. Just All right. Uh, Jay Booksbaum is the number one kosher wine sommelier. He's with the Royal Wine Kedem. He has an update for us regarding those 
who uh, might be in a situation of being a diabetic, and obviously you do encourage people to speak with their doctors and their rabbis, but give us the give us the lowdown. What can people use? What can them? I mean, go ahead. Should always be looking for a dry wine. Number one, right? Nothing sweet. Um, you should understand that uh, Kiddush wines generally have sugar added. Okay, and dry wines generally, not generally, never have sugar added, and they also ferment all the sugar out. The alcohol, though, is still a transference of the sugar, and so therefore you have to consult your doc, your doctor, as to how much or what you should drink. Uh, we've also been given the recommendation that people should try to use an Israeli wine for the first cup. That's a trend that we're trying to really make trend out there. And it would be nice if it was from Judea and Samaria. Wouldn't it be amazing if it was from Judea and or Samaria? Yeah, exactly. That'd be incredible. <laughs> uh, what else do people need to know? I mean, is there anything that uh, people need to know about new wines or about uh, uh, you know anything else for Pesach that you want to alert us to? As the rabbi said, uh, and I spoke to Rabbi Kites about this as well, uh, the shear is four ounces, right. and you only need to do uh, you know a little bit more than 50% of that. So, you know, it's not Purim, so you don't have to get drunk. It's not the uh, objective. You might, However, argue, I would you might argue even in Purim you don't have to get drunk. According, according to Rabbi Tites and others, I would suggest that the last coast uh, that you drink the full coast because you need to have a full shear for uh, a bracha chrona. So, so that's also a recommendation. It's a rabbinic recommendation. Very nice. And I see the yeah. rabbi shaking their head, yes, so I no, think it's correct. okay. Yeah. If a person can't, they can, and there's someone else there who's going to drink the whole... And be they they can be mostly them. So right. those are some of the recommendations for that. Um, I also suggest that uh, you start with a drier wine because the sugar, t- you know, Kiddush wines, which have sugar added, seem to also add to the discomfort. Can Especially depending on, on, on an your, empty stomach. Yeah, uh, depending on your, you know, your uh, so your own disposition. self disposition, whatever. <laughs> you know, the less sugar you have, the easier it is on the stomach. Yeah, and especially on an empty stomach. Yeah. Uh, red and white. A lot of people like to use red. Uh, sometimes uh, rabbinic authorities say it's preferred at the Seder. So, so my understanding, and I'm going to defer to the rabbis, my understanding, and I've been told this by Rabbanim that I've asked, is that it, you should drink the wine that you prefer. Red wine is suggested, but you dr- if you like white wine better, and for you it's more of a cheris, you know, uh, then you should drink white wine. However... Uh, lots of people add a few drops of red wine just to give it some color. But again, I defer to the rabbis for that. All right, anything else to add, rabbis? Or uh, Jay did fine on that segment. Very good. Yeah, nice you're set. proud of him, rabbi. Nailed it. Certainly did. Two zero one. Uh, yeah, two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Hi, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Um, it's frozen juice. What's uh, frozen orange juice? Frozen juice. Yes, I believe frozen orange juice is is fine for Pesach. It's listed in the OU guide as, as being acceptable for Pesach. Okay, and tell Nachum there is cream soda for Pesach. Yeah, which, which one is that? Dr. Brown's, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it's actually a good one. Thank you very much. We may schlep that yeah. along with us for Pesach. Bye-bye. 201-209-9368, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, is the raw vegetable uh, anise or fennel, is that considered kidneyos, or is that all right? Yes, actually, anise is, uh, is is one of the few things that the are listed uh, in the Shulchan Aruch as not being uh, kidneyous, um, but uh, you would have to know how to check it and make sure there's nothing else mixed in. So we need, we need special Pesach uh, certification. Uh, fennel. So raw vegetable. 
you, if it's a seed, the anise seed. I'm no, no, about. not seed. I'm talking about raw vegetables. Oh, the vegetable is it fine. Like a giant bulbous celery. Yeah, that's it's fine. Not, it's not. I mean, it's much fatter than celery, but yeah. it's a raw well, vegetable. I'm talking yeah, about. it's not a problem. Rabbi says it's fine for your Pesach holiday. She Couple of minutes. She asked about fennel too. Fennel right. is kidneys. Fennel oh. is kidneys. If it's a seed, again, if she's talking about a vegetable, the vegetable fennel, then. Yeah, we're fine. Be, then it'll be fine also. We have a couple of more before we wish everybody a happy, healthy, wonderful kosher Pesach. Uh, I do remind you that the OU has their hotline open all through the day. You can call and ask any question you wish at 212-613-8241, 212-613-8241. Jay Drugs and their uh, amazing staff are equipped at uh, 1205 Avenue J, 3402 Avenue N, and 3610 Nostrand Avenue in Brooklyn to speak with you personally, or if you wish, you can email Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum, jdrugsrx at gmail.com, jdrugsrx at gmail.com, and of course, Jay Booksbaum, the world's number one kosher wine sommelier, has no problem sharing his email address, am I right? You share your email address, right? With our wonderful listeners, if you have questions regarding Pesach or anything, any wine question, he'll direct you to the bottle that you want and the bottle that you need. And, Jay, what would that address be? The letter J, Booksbaum, B-U-C-H-S-B-A-U-M, at Kedem.com. Simple as that. Yeah, I would also add that you can email the questions to the OU ah. at kosherq at OU.org. Kosherq at OU.org. All right. There you go. Uh, hi, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Oh, sorry about that. Hi, you're on the air with our distinguished panel. Good morning. Zantec. Which one? Zantec. Zantec, not a problem. Hi, you're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I was just wondering, which Hechsher is preferable for Pesach? How does the Heimish Hechsher compare to the OU? Mm. Oh. Interesting oh. question. You know, I was about to ask that question. No How do you like that? <laughs> Some people say if it's Heimish, doesn't make a difference what's in it, as long as it's Heimish. <laughs> so, uh, but the OU does care what's in it. That's all I can tell you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not disparaging Heimish Hashgachas, but, you know, just because it's Heimish does not mean that it's superior. It means that it's Heimish and nothing more than that. So, uh, No clarification necessary? No clarification necessary. There were, and I want to tell you something. I have great respect for, for many of the Heimish Hashgachas, but they have great respect for the OU. And often rely on the OU. And often rely on the OU. Um, they do check up, and they do want to, they do will call the OU, tell me how is this and that produced, so that it's just not willy-nilly. Uh, but there is a um, reciprocal respect between the OU and the uh, Hasidish, let's call it the Hasidish Ashkachas. So, but they all rely on each other at the, at the end of the day. All right. Nice answer. I like that. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. What about if someone is sick? So what about something like a whole cough drop or a nice little diamond tap, Sudafed? Well, uh, Sudafed and diamond tap is fine. The whole cough drop is uh, made with cornstarch, so it would not be, you know, any of those candies like the Ricola and everything. They all have ashkachas, but they, um, uh, they're not good for Pesach. Um, uh, I would recommend just, um, let's say, if you need a throat lozenge, that type of thing, just using a regular kosher Pesach. You know, sucking candy would help uh, relieve some of the uh, the moisture and tenderness in the throat, but um, there's really no uh, cough drop as per se that has a hashkacha. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Final questions of the morning. Hi, you're on the air. Bounty paper towels. Yeah, we announced that paper towels are all fine. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, is Revlon lipstick okay? Revlon lipstick. What do we say about lipstick in general, rabbis? New, uh, new lipstick, whatever. 
always recommend it to have a new lipstick. Not a necessity, and you don't have to go crazy if you got to buy a new lipstick. But it's something that's not royal achila. You can't eat lipstick, but since it goes to your mouth the whole year, who knows what's in your mouth? Better off getting a new one. That's there you go. Final question. Hi, you're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Avino cream. Um, some some of them have oatmeal in it, so be careful. The regular vino is fine, but it says a vino oatmeal, then they're not. They make uh, a lot of different products. So okay. if Great. it has Thank that, you. don't use it. And that will close another successful venture into Pesach products here at JM in the AM. Yes, yes, we do deserve a round of applause, don't we? Our distinguished panel, a big thank you to all of you. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, the rabbi of the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, and OU Rabbinic Coordinator for the last 30-plus years. Rabbi Schoenfeld, enjoy your uh, Pesach. We'll see you uh, either Monday or Tuesday down at Six Flags. Have you decided which day it'll be yet? That you'll well, be. When are you going? I'm not sure if it'll be on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going that day. You're going that day? Whenever I go? That's very sweet of you. I appreciate that. I'm not sure, Dave. <laughs> I'm not sure. If you don't see me, it's because I went the other day. And when you get there, you will be partaking in some of the great rides and some of the great fun. No question. Like all the like all the uh, youngsters there. They have pony rides, right? I would assume so. They've got everything that's, that you need. Uh, go to ncsygreatadventure.com, ncsygreatadventure.com for information about what's happening Monday and Tuesday, Cholomoid, including their big concert, 3 p.m. Tuesday with Simcha Liner and uh, Baruch Levine. Rabbi Ellie Gersten, OU Halachic Recorder. Rabbi Gersten, I thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. As I mentioned earlier, you and, uh, and I are both recommending the Rabbi Belsky article in the OU uh, Kosher of Pesach magazine, sure. which people will find <coughs> fascinating. Um, since his passing, uh, people like myself, regular folks out there, have learned of his greatness uh, in the entire process of, uh, of uh, Kashrus. Yeah, I, w- I would just, um, as Shonfa mentioned before, the Halacha Yomis, that project was uh, is Lezecher Nishmas uh, Rebelski, and um, those who want to sign up for it can go to the OU website um, at ouKosher.org, and they can sign up to uh, receive those daily halachas that are uh, sent out. Uh, you know, All right, J Drugs in Brooklyn. Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum and their staff at 1205 Avenue J, 3402 Avenue N, and Kings Bay Chemists at 3610 Nostrand Avenue. They invite everybody to write in at jdrugsrx at gmail.com. jdrugsrx at gmail.com. Ronnie. Yes, Dachum, we want to thank you very much for again providing this wonderful forum. Thank you. Mika Amcha Yisrael, who cares about Yantov more than our own people? We've been getting questions in the pharmacy since um, January 1st. <laughs> as soon as the new year comes, it's time for Pesach questions. Wow. And all through the Yamtov, I know you spoke about the emailing up until uh, Friday. Right. However, because of the nature of the pharmacy business, we do get questions by email, phone, and every other means of social media. Good point. All during the Chalamoid week, and we're always available to answer those questions. And if we are not there personally, we have an excellent staff that that stand behind us and are very familiar with all the the, uh, the halachos and all the issues that, that pertain to our community. We ha- we would be remiss if we didn't give a big shout-out to um, Andrew and Becca, our kids, who are the next generation of J-Drug uh, Birnbaums, and um, Alex, Jeremy, Zev, Simcha. There are, uh, they are the backbones of J-Drugs, J-Drugs 2, Kings Bay Chemist, and they are all familiar as well. And um, w- people are constantly calling, constantly coming in, and um, it, it, it's a great thing to know that, that, that people care so much about preparing for the, uh, for the Yom Tov. Just as an aside, I think that people should also know one of the questions that came up spoke about Sephora. 
Right. And I think that people should know that that is not a company that, that we in the Jewish community should be supporting because it was a well-documented issue that Sephora, the owners, funneled the monies, the funds, the, 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 profits. the, the profits that they make, correct, directly into funding terrorism and against us. And I think that that's something that people should know about and should not be supporting. So when people make their choices, there are lots of choices out there. Sephora should not be one of those choices. There are plenty of inexpensive places to buy and of, of quality. And since this is a forum for Jewish concerns, I think that people should be aware of that. Okay, I mean, I, I don't know anything about that, so... Uh, it was well documented in all of okay. the secular I, newspapers, I, however... I, I, think I would have to take your word for it. I just need to clearly state that I know nothing about it, frankly, That's at this fine. point. But I will <laughs> certainly investigate and... Uh, and uh, and figure it all out. Um, I, Jay Booksbaum, you want everyone to be comfortable and happy with their wine I choices. I want everybody to be comfortable and happy. The best way to determine that is to go to your local uh, retailer that really knows his wine and ask him what, uh, after a few questions of asking you what you like, he'll guide you in the proper direction. Like Nachum would like something, of course, terribly dry, right? That's correct. That's the only way to go. <laughs> That's the only way to go. And some people like it a little bit sweeter. Jeunesse is an example, a whole line of Jeunesse, which is lower in alcohol. Not low, but lower in alcohol. And not too dry, not too sweet is a great choice. Also, it's not Purim. Just remember that. It's, you can enjoy the wine, but there's no... There's no uh, yeah, Rabbi Gersten, please. No overdoing it this place. I'm begging <laughs> no you. Need to get Listen drunk. to Jay's I mean, words. There's no need to get we drunk. We heard what happened on Purim, Rabbi. I mean, enough is enough. I'm just kidding, folks. Having a good time here on Everface. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you knew Rabbi Gersten, you wouldn't believe it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Booksbaum at Kedem.com. Jay, the letter J, B-U-C-H-S-B-A-U-M at Kedem.com. OU questions. It's... Um, Kosher Q at OU.org. Kosher Q at OU.org at 212-613-8241. Thank you all. Chag Kasher V'Sameach to all of you and from all of us to all of our wonderful listeners at JM in the AM.
brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Wraps up a... Uh, an exciting Tuesday here at JM in the AM with our Pesach Products program. Tomorrow we'll get into our, some of our Cholamoid events. Your Achmiel Begun is going to be joining us and plenty more. Enjoy our stream all day long at jmtheam.org, including the OU Jewish Reaction Show coming up next with the Rice Schoenfeld actually kicking things off with us. And Maury Litwack joining us and a representative of uh, Shana Goldberg of Met Council on the volunteer effort before Pesach as well. All happening in the next hour at jmtheam.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>